Preface God desires to live in man, plain and simple. It is us who quite frequently refuse him entry. The Lord Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him. Friends, what hinders us from partaking in the fullness of God? What keeps us separated from him? I believe sin is an obvious answer. However, let me state certain things that many have overlooked, such things as shame, unbelief, fear, and pride. All of such are a result of the fall of man and inevitably are intertwined into our cursed world and cause us to not receive all that God desires to give us. The goodness of God has been shown, and His desire for us is clear by the death of His only begotten, but we refuse to partake in the gift of eternal life and all the blessings of heaven because of the aforementioned things listed above. Shame says, you have done wrong, and you don't deserve the mercy of God. Unbelief says, Jesus didn't really come for you. Others, maybe, but most certainly not you. Fear says, trouble is ahead if you approach God. Disaster will utterly consume you. Stay still and cry out for the rocks to cover you, that the Lamb may not see your fallen state. Pride says, you don't need God, you are fine, and even better without Him. Beloved, as you listen to this book, I pray you will not listen to such nonsense. Be holy as God is holy, and pursue after Him with all your strength. Truly God is worthy of our lives, and His glorious desire is to live in the souls of men. Let not your past hinder your future. Repent and move on and receive Him in His fullness. William Crockett, President of God Sounds, Inc. Part 1. On Religion The Natural and Divine Life and the exemplification of divine love in our blessed Savior. My dear friend, this designation doth give you a title to all endeavors whereby I can serve your interests, and your pious inclinations to do so happily conspire with my duty that I shall not need to step out of my road to gratify you, but I may at once perform an office of friendship and discharge an exercise of my function since the advancing of virtue and holiness, which I hope you make your greatest study, is the peculiar business of my employment. This, therefore, is the most popular instance wherein I can vent my affection and express my gratitude towards you, and I shall not any longer delay the performance of the promise I made you to this purpose. For though I know you are provided with better helps of this nature than any I can offer you, nor are you like to meet with anything here which you knew not before, yet I am hopeful 
that what cometh from one whom you are pleased to honor with your friendship, and which is more particularly designed for your use, will be kindly accepted by you. And God's providence perhaps may so direct my thoughts that something or other may prove useful to you. Nor shall I doubt your pardon if, for molding my discourse into the better frame, I lay a low foundation, beginning with the nature and properties of religion, and all along give such way to my thoughts in the prosecution of the subject as may bring me to say many things which were not necessary did I only consider to whom I am writing.